So we start our day again with the reminder that we have within us this, you could say our natural mind is aware. We are naturally aware and present in some way. We've never been anywhere else but present. Uh, We only imagine that we're in the past or in the future. There's really just this this sense of, of being here. And we know that because we are aware so if I asked you to stop being aware right now, you, would, you, would, um, you wouldn't be able to. It's so natural. It's so close. But even though this is quite natural, we are also entrained by habit to, uh, be, uh, to be dreaming a lot in a kind of waking dream where we're lost in our imagination of the past and the future and so we use, we use the experiences that are part of real time, part of the present to help anchor us uh, to the present, to help us uh, to stay aware, to remain undistracted as long as it lasts, uh, knowing that we are much more trained to be what's described as lost in thought. And because we are more trained to be lost in thought, that you will find that you drift a lot. And the beauty of practice is that moment that you realize that you've been drifting in imagination, that thoughts have arisen and mindfulness was not there to notice that you were thinking. Uh, when you realize that that's happened, that means that you've actually returned to the vital present, to reality. So that's a moment to, to celebrate that you're now awake as opposed to judge. And it's a time to very kindly, kindly, very sweetly place your attention uh, back in your body, back in your breath. That will be our initial support today for awareness will be our body and breath. And we place our attention kindly, sweetly, back in our body, back with the feeling of our breath, just as we would put a puppy back on paper when we're trying to train it, very gently. And, but to continue, as you go through the day, to appreciate that moment that you wake up to where you are, no matter how long you've wandered, no matter how much you've been daydreaming, Those moments of realizing that are moments of mindful attention. Not a time to judge, but a time to appreciate. So we, in order to engage in the practice, we, it's always helpful to find a position that we can remain relatively still. Of course, at times you will have to move and your body will make involuntary movements. So not to be concerned about that, but we try to find a a position that we can maintain to some degree, a gentle stillness. And I found it very helpful to shift from side to side or front to back until I find a, a, a center point. And then I let my pelvis drop, kind of make sure my belly is soft, but my hands are soft, my shoulders are soft, my jaw relaxed. And once I've found that place of balance and ease, I let my eyes close softly and notice the stilling that begins just from closing the eyes and turning inward. And and instead of just living in the idea of myself, I start to feel the direct experience of my sitting body sitting. And just to help to bring our attention more closely together with our physical experience, harmonize our mind and body, we, we settle into very simple points touch points to help our mind and body come together. We feel the touch of our rear 
the touch of our hands. touch of our lips. touch of the eyelids. We feel the form and the shape of our body. May we know that as a field of sensations, vibration, sense of aliveness. We feel our, this whole field of sensations, our whole body supported by the earth. And we let our body go into the, that support like a block of ice that's been left out in the sun. And just melt into the openness of our practice. And as you feel your sitting body more intimately, you'll likely naturally be drawn to the gentle waves of the breath, the movements that your body makes when it breathes. And we simply connect our attention to that already occurring process of breathing. So we don't necessarily It's not an ego thing to breathe. The body breathes naturally by itself. No need to interfere. Notice how your body is breathing and connect with those feelings of your body breathing in, your body breathing out. Half breath by half breath. Breath may alter a little bit just because it's being attended to, but as much as possible, let the body breathe itself. And notice and feel where the breath is felt most clearly. For some of you, it will be the gentle rise and fall of the chest or belly. Some of you, it will be the air passing through the nostrils or past the upper lip. For others, it will be a a subtle expansion and contraction of the whole body. wherever the breath is felt. Just connect with those feelings through the duration of the in-breath, duration of the out-breath. Intimately feeling that sense of your body breathing.
a reminder again that often after just a few breaths, may become un, you may become lost in thought. While you're lost in thought, there's nothing that can be done. We just dream. And at that moment, we wake up. We notice what it's like to be aware again, relax. And with gentleness and kindness, we place our attention again on the feeling of our body breathing. A hundred times realizing that our attention has drifted into fantasy. It's a hundred moments of mindful attention. Appreciate that reawakening. Keep gently bringing your attention together with your body. It's the initial support for remaining aware. Eventually we will include sounds and feelings and thoughts and other sensations, but for now we support our awareness by using our breathing body Just this moment, just this breath, past gone, future, just an idea, it's just this breath.
Right from the beginning, we can discover the ever-changing nature of reality just by knowing that our body is breathing a short breath or a long breath, a rough breath, a smooth breath, deep or shallow. Always changing, just entering into the flow of experience, breath by breath. mind and body together. The single point of reality. Just this moment, just this breath. Kind attention, kindfulness. No matter how many times you find yourself having been distracted. It's quite natural. Our attention is active and interested, but also receptive and open, like the sky, impartially welcoming whatever the flavor of the breath is occurring in each moment. Awareness is free of strain or tension. Simply knows. Just this moment.
Just a reminder that that all of the the different so-called objects of meditation that we offer are in some ways descriptions of what you will naturally notice anyway. And so it's not exactly a prescription. You need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. This is what you will notice if you are present. But we do give selective attention initially to uh, the... um, to the breathing process, to our body breathing, knowing that if we connect with the breath, we're actually connecting with our bodies. We're connecting with the, with the body's experience of the breath. And in that way, we bring our mind and body together. It creates harmony. It creates focus. It also creates the capacity to notice the whole range of experience beyond just the experience of the breath. So eventually we, I, at least I call it equal opportunity mindfulness, everything becomes part of the flow of experience in the present moment. So initially we give a little selective attention to the breath, but then we'll also include those inevitable experiences of other physical sensations, the inevitable experience of moods and emotions and mental states, the inevitable experience of sounds and thoughts and images, and all of it becomes part of the the what we call the field of meditation. But initially, we, it's usually helpful that we have our mind and body together to create a, a bit of steadiness, create a bit of focus, to learn how to experience our life in an embodied way. And eventually, everything, even the thoughts and images, will, we will often register a felt sense that connected to them. We'll often be able to sense whether the thought has a pleasant or an unpleasant or, or neither pleasant or unpleasant association. We'll be able to feel our moods, be able to feel the different sensations and drop beneath our, the concept of our body. We're often in the story of our body. We're often not in the direct experience of it. So this is a slow process of settling in. So be patient with it. And just to reiterate that you will mostly uh, notice how the first insight in the practice is, is how much of our life is pervaded by what's not present. In other words, there's a study done at Harvard that uh, where 200 people were given beepers and they were beeped, or 2,000 people or something, they were beeped 250,000 times and asked what was in your mind at the moment you were beeped. And it turned out that 46.9% of the time uh, people were um, lost in thought. And that they, they realized that that's pretty common. So we meditators can improve that a little bit. And so try not to turn your distracted mind into a problem. Just appreciate every moment that you wake up. And again, just put the puppy back on the paper gently. And... Uh, Strain produces strain, so we want to be gentle. So before we offer walking instructions, are there any questions or comments about the instructions so far, anything about the retreat, the retreat uh, uh, protocol, etc.? Any any descriptions of what you notice so far in your practice? Um, This is a time each day where we will open it to comments and questions and it's likely whatever your question is will be of some benefit to someone else so don't be bashful. Please. We'll, we'll speak about that. Do you want to do it now or do you want to? Actually... Yeah, in the uh, in the schedule, it it has that uh, that time slot uh, experiential, um, and some of the days will have a little bit of additional teaching um, that supports this um, awakening joy practice. It's not going to be interactive, but it would be more uh, some sharing and maybe for 
your reflection and maybe we'll, we would uh, have you um, write something down or something like um, just internal. Um, today, uh, you might have noticed where we have um, uh, half the people, your names are up on the board if you look in that center uh, center column out in the lobby uh, will be meeting with one of us uh, in practice discussions and this because of just the way the schedule works out today uh, instead of both of those discussions being in the morning which they will be from now on uh, from tomorrow on we'll have one practice discussion la um, later in this morning and the other will be at 3.45. It'll be for 45 minutes. And then at the end of that time, everybody will come back here um, together. People who are not uh, in one of those groups can do, will be doing walking meditation. And at 4.30, we'll be coming back here and Jane uh, uh, mainly will be uh, sharing about uh, being kind to yourself and some extra supports of uh, self-compassion. Um, so uh, it's it's going to be a little bit different today. There'll be that group practice discussion, 3:45 to 4:30, uh, and the the times are and the uh, the locations are up there. And then we'll all come back, and from 4:30 to 5, we'll have that uh, that piece around. Um, uh, self-compassion. Tomorrow we'll probably be doing it a little bit different where at that 345 there'll be a little bit of a more of a teaching and practicing um, and uh, it'll become clear as we do that. Okay. So any other questions before we shift to walking? You want to do that before the walking? Okay. Okay, so now we, we are um, happy to, um, to offer a little ritual to uh, deposit your cell phone here. And since, me uh, how many of you already put tape on your cell phone? Did, so you've already done it. And how many who wanted to deposit their phone who did not do the tape already? Almost. Okay, well, for the, please participate in the ritual, but uh, part of your participation will be grabbing a piece of tape and then dropping it off later. So what I, I thought would be nice would be to maybe create two lines of, of people who are depositing your phone, one on this side and one on this side, and uh, person by person you come up and deposit your phone. The, all of us will, will participate in honoring that person's renunciation and commitment and uh, it's, a big one. it's a big one, especially in this day and age. It is, well, I don't need to say it. So please, uh, whoever is participating, please, this side, get on the line on this side. And yes. You go ahead. And for those those who are watching, um, we can really be witnessing witnessing uh, this act of renunciation. Uh, don't feel guilty if you're not. <laughs> in your line, just honor and see the, the possibility of letting go. And uh, as you come up, I can bow to you, and uh, you can notice your own experience as you let go. One of, the, one of the themes will be the joy of letting go. Yes, the joy of renunciation. This is not meant to be a grim duty. Yeah, <laughs> but you might notice that, and then just notice how free it is to, uh, to lighten that. So we can, one from each side. 
Thank you. We'll take may good it, care of them. May it be the cause of great happiness and well-being. And was there, uh, who didn't needs the tape? Yes. Come up and get your tape. We want to acknowledge you and you can put it in later yes. on. Oh, yes. Here's some tape. So you may notice a lot of bowing, and for those of you who are new to this, this is optional. It's really just a sign of respect and, and appreciating the wholesome intentions in you ourselves. Can, you put it in later. Where's your phone? Okay. So... Um, you probably have seen on, on the schedule that besides the, the sitting um, meditation periods, we uh, have walking as uh, an integral part of the, the practice. Mm. And as Howie said yesterday, uh, besides the sitting and the walking, um, there's one other part of practice, uh, and that is uh, everything else besides sitting and walking. <clears throat> so uh, don't want to just single these two experiences out and say, this is when you can be mindful. Uh, actually, the power of the, the practice comes from seeing that every moment is just as worthy of our attention and, and, and sacred as sitting here and feeling your breath and knowing what's happening in, in the body or the mind or walking and taking a step. There's brushing your teeth. If you can have brushing your teeth as sacred an act as sitting here and feeling your breath, you're really going to see the, the power of, um, of continuity of one moment after another after another. So there's brushing your teeth, and there's having a cup of tea, or there's eating, or there's showering, or there's going to the bathroom, or there's uh, looking at a lizard, there's whatever it is. And rather than this being some kind of a, a chore, heavy-duty assignment, don't take it like that. Don't give yourself a report card and seeing, you know, oh, am I passing or failing? All that does 
is uh, give the judging mind uh, uh, control over everything that you're doing. I find it really helpful to have the attitude of making it like a game. You're just playing a game, a very profound game, the awareness game, the mindfulness game, um, but the whole day can be like a dance and when you realize you've been gone, no judgment at all, as Howie said, celebrate, oh, here we are back again, and let that return be done with great kindness and just begin again. So walking is one of the, one of the things that we do all the time. If we're fortunate enough to have uh, bodies that can, uh, that can walk around. And if, you, if walking is a difficulty for you uh, because your, uh, your body uh, just um, is challenged by that, then there are other possibilities, whether it's um, just moving your arms slowly up and down or whatever for you is within your capacity uh, for, for movement. Um, if you uh, are able to walk um, and do it as a, a standard uh, kind of practice, it's very simple. The whole idea is just to walk and know you're walking. That's it, basically. How many people like to go for walks? Oh, great. Then you have everything you need for this, okay? But usually when we go for walks, we have a tendency to just um, drift off and, and let the mind flow freely. And that's a wonderful thing to do. I'm not saying don't do that in your life. You're, you should always be mindfully feeling each step when you're walking around your neighborhood. There's something very light and open about that. But here, we're training the mind with this awareness game that's, uh, that's got a, a, a different aim to it. And that's learning to be here in the present instead of the past or the future or fantasy. So what you would do is um, find a, a path. It's a beautiful day. If you want to go outside, uh, we've got lots of room for you in front and behind and anywhere you want on the grounds. There's the walking room upstairs. There's the lower walking room and the the lower walking room is also um, available there's a section of it I don't know if it was mentioned yeah for for stretching or yoga if, if you want to do that uh, but you would find a path of um, 20 or 30 or 40 steps uh, however long it feels right for you and first just even to know that you're standing here and uh, as you start, just feel that connection, that groundedness to the earth. Feel your feet on the ground. And then simply, let's see. I got it. Taking your, your steps, uh, just knowing that you're lifting your foot and putting it down, and again, lifting your foot and putting it down. And you might find it helpful, just like at the beginning with the sitting meditation, we use the breath as a place to come back to. You might find it helpful to just feel your feet making contact and moving through space and then uh, connecting again with the earth uh, as a place that you put your attention. It doesn't have to be that um, uh, that narrow. You might also find that just feeling your whole, your legs moving or your clothes uh, rubbing against your body. Or if you feel like it, it's helpful to have a wider frame, feeling your whole body moving through space. Uh, just whatever for you helps you stay connected with the experience. Um, sometimes people find it helpful as part of the game to use a soft mental note. So if you were doing, uh, doing it 
at a, a pace that would notice, um, oh, lifting and placing, lifting, placing. If you, uh, sometimes, or it can be helpful to go a, a bit slower than you normally do so that you're not on automatic. And slowing down, there's, there's a sense of, oh, we're doing something here. We're having this exercise. Uh, sometimes people like going very slowly, lifting, moving, placing, lifting, moving, placing. But this is not a slow walking contest. I know what it's like to go very slowly and have the mind a million miles away. So this is not about trying to be the slowest in the, in the group. At other times, you might need or it might be more supportive to go at a natural pace or to go at a brisk pace if you're feeling sleepy or if you're feeling uh, restless and you just need some space, then go for a brisk walk. You might even just go for a walk if it feels too confining to go back and forth. Go at the pace that helps you be most present. And when your mind wanders, which it likely will many times, don't take it personally. Ah, here we are again. Okay, come on back here. Okay. Mm. So you come to the end of your lane and you stop. Know that you're stopping and know that you're turning and then going back again. The, 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 Benefit of going back and forth, whether it's a shorter path or a longer path, can be 40 steps or more, uh, is that after a while you see you're not trying to get anywhere and you more just settle into being right where you are. Um, if you find yourself getting off balance, that's often a, uh, an indication to go a little bit faster because uh, it can be a little bit unsettling if you're trying too hard to focus but your body isn't quite in that rhythm. Um, I find it helpful to have this attitude, like I'm a baby learning how to walk, just taking my first steps. You weren't born knowing how to walk. It took a while to figure it all out, a year, year and a half or more for, for most of us. And so there you are, just being interested. Oh, how does walking happen? Hmm. There's, there's the muscles, there's the bones, there's the balance, there's so many different things. And make it fun, make it like a game. Um, if you find yourself getting a little bit tight, also just um, relax, open up, and, um, and let the, the pace uh, be adjusted. And you might try a few different paces. You might start out fast and slow down or uh, the other way around. Uh, there's no one right way to do it. It's just walking and knowing you're walking. Any question on that? Anything you want to add? So um, here's uh, uh, also an important tip. When you're at a threshold of a door and you have 60 people behind you, this is not the time to go slowly. You're gonna feel the vibes behind you. And so you wanna have a, a, the, know the context that you're doing it and at times you can go faster and more natural and when you put on your shoes, it's putting on your shoes meditation. And when you're opening the door, it's opening the door meditation. And uh, just be mindful of, uh, of the space around you. Uh, same when you're going through the food line at, uh, at lunchtime, you know. This is not the time to go microscopically slow. Just, we can practice in all different kinds of speeds. Okay, yes. Or 
why, why be mindful in those other times in each time? The key to doing this practice is having a momentum of moment after moment, you're learning to be here for your experience. And it just turns out that if you, that moments of mindfulness build on each other, and at the beginning it might seem like a, um, a chore or, or something that takes a lot of effort uh, to, to slow down or to be, be present. But after a while, the moments of mindfulness, the mindfulness gets stronger. When it gets stronger, everything becomes more interesting. Even more interesting than your thoughts or your fantasies. As things become more interesting, you want to be here in the present. And so there's a, a, a kind of momentum built where you see, oh wow, the present moment is a pretty cool place to be. And everything else is a fantasy. Not that there, that has its value. Thinking about beautiful things or planning or remembering or uh, uh, learning from the past, but mostly we're not in the present. So it takes some extra uh, effort to build that momentum in being here in the present. And I'll, I'll, we'll be talking later on tonight about the power of mindfulness and just why it is so profound. But basically, for now, the purposes are, uh, the, the, in, the intent is to learn to be here now. This is where life is happening. And each moment builds on each other. We don't want to miss our life. And we're, while we're... Life is what's happening, and it's very vivid and alive. And while we're busy, distracted, we miss, the, we miss life. And then the present is less compelling. And then it, our fantasies seem like they're more important. But really, in reality, there's nothing more juicy than being right where we are right now. When we don't look back and we don't look ahead, it's really quite amazing, even the simplest thing. So it's, like that, it's really a matter of getting used to that. Mm-hmm. We're so used to being... Uh, not so comfortable here. And this is the only reality. That's the sad part. It's that anyway. that uh, John Lennon line, he says, uh, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Why not be present for your life? You know? But it takes practice and a lot of patience and kindness. Okay? So, um, so we'll do, uh, so you'll see the schedule. There's the, uh, the walking period now. Uh, until uh, 10.30. There'll be a bell rung a few minutes before so you don't have to race back to be still. You can have that kind of transition. Make it like a dance, as they say. Then we'll have another uh, sitting again. And at 11.15, those people who are scheduled will have their um, uh, their practice discussion. Uh, Jane will be in room one. This is just down the uh, uh, the corridor, uh, just past the bathrooms. Howie will be in room two. I'll be in the council house where, um, I guess you registered in the council yeah. house? No, they did it. Oh, they did it in the dining The council house is just uh, at the end of that path, uh, by, right by the manager's office. Uh, it'll say council house. Uh, and for others, we'll be having a walking period. So uh, half of you, half will be seen today and half will be seen tomorrow. And this is the one place that we feel that, um, that uh, is not so optional. Everything else, you are really free to, to uh, be your own authority about how the retreat unfolds. But we do ask you to come to the meetings. We want to know how you're settling in. For you to also let us know how you're doing, so it's, uh, so mutual responsibility, and so thank you for coming to the groups. And please check the board. Yeah, please please come. One one last thing that uh, didn't mention uh, yesterday, just to be um, a bit clear, and that is uh, about the noble silence. Um, you know how we mentioned about not standing by the bulletin board with your with your friend and uh, and 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 
and connecting that way. Uh, want to encourage you another uh, dimension of the noble silence, which is um, not intentionally engaging in nonverbal communication, even with people that you don't know. That is, it, it might feel a little strange if you're new to this to just be internal with yourself. And there, there's <clears throat> understandably a, an urge to connect sometimes and, and greet and feel social and warm. You're going to be giving a gift by not doing that. At times your eyes will meet or you're opening the door for somebody and there's just a natural acknowledgement. That's fine, nothing to feel guilty about. But if you would refrain from actively trying to engage others around you, it's going to be beneficial for your own practice and for theirs as well. In that silence, if somebody uh, engages you and tries to, to connect, your mind can spin out for the next three hours. What do, they, what do they want? What do they mean? Oh, I wasn't as friendly back and all of those things. So this is going to be a, a real support. And you'll be quite, uh, you might be quite surprised how connected and close you feel just by sharing the silence together. So I would really encourage you uh, to stay with your own process. This is, as, as Jane said, this is a, a process of making friends with yourself. Um, so I hope you enjoy your company this morning and uh, we'll have a w walking until 10.30 and then back for another sitting. Thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.